HD 107.9 Life. James here with you. Fantastic day here at Olsh College. I've been here all day today doing this amazing uh, kind of like transition project that a school, uh, St. Gabriel's School, which is just a little bit north of here in Enfield, they come here in different year levels and just spend time finding out essentially what being in a high school environment is like, uh, what it's all about. And uh, we'll be talking a bit about that in a second. I'm here with Riza, Trisha, Dia, Nicole and Lara. And uh, we're going to be chatting about all sorts of stuff. We're going to be talking a little bit about what the year's been like with the whole COVID stuff. We're going to be talking about the fact that they're doing podcasting here at Olsh. They're doing like a whole thing. It's called the Pod Squad, I think. Is that right, Lara? Pod Squad? Did I get that right? Yes, correct. Fantastic. Okay, I want to hear all about this and all of the detail about that. We've also got tons of music uh, and just lots of other stuff to talk about. You are listening to HD 107.9 Life. HD 107.9 Life. James here with you here at Olsh College, which is short for Our Lady of of the Sacred Heart College. Talk to me a little bit about the fact that you guys have started something this year uh, and it was Pod Squad. Was that the name of it? Yeah, Pod okay. Squad. Okay. Talk to me a bit about uh, what it is and how it started. Well, basically, recently we just created our own like little Pod Squad. Like it's an introductory one. And like we just got together this one lunchtime and ideas started popping and it was just so cool. So how does it, how does something like that begin? Like you said, you got together one lunchtime. Like what, can you talk me back with the things preceding that? Nicole, tell me a bit about that, how it all began. Uh, Well, we were doing a media study in English and then um, we were doing podcasting and while we were on a video call with James Messon, which is you. That's me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, We were kind of, we were really inspired and um, so we decided to create a co-curricular group. Oh, so this came from that? Yeah. Oh, okay. That took me, I wasn't expecting you to say that. That took me a bit by surprise. I was expecting it to be something completely. Well, I'm glad I'm, I'm so thrilled that, that that came from that. So when you had this idea of putting together the pod squad thing, like what was the first thing that you wanted to do? Was there any ideas about kind of like, let, let's form this group and what will be the first thing? Uh, we didn't really have any basis. We just started off with like a bunch of ideas, everyone um, brainstorming and bringing up their ideas. And then after that, we narrowed it down to something we thought would make a good start. So that was our introductory podcast, just so people can know what we're about and what we're going to do. That's cool. and, and I had a chance to have a listen to that. And it's it's great. Like, it's really, it sounds like a podcast. It sounds like, like the real thing. Like, kind of what was the inspiration behind doing that very first one? Trisha, we haven't heard from you yet. What was the idea behind the very first one? Like, when you, when you sit down and have to, because I'm sure a lot of people who are, like, thinking about starting podcasts who've never done it before might be going, well, I've always wanted to start it, but I just don't know where I would begin. Did do you guys have that same thought? Like, where do we start? And then kind of what did you do from from that moment? Yeah, we did. Um, so we started off by um, introducing ourselves in front of the school, like at, in a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and we basically talked about what our future episodes might be like, what we do during our meetings. And yeah. Was there anything that kind of happened along the way in that first part of getting the podcast together that you went, oh, that's a big surprise. I didn't think that we would have to do this or uh, there was a bit that might have been a bit more sort of like complicated or difficult that you didn't think would be that. Like what were, were there any surprises along the way as you kind of got started? Yes, Nicole. 
Okay, so while we were editing, um, so with our video files, we then had to sweeten the files, and there were like a lot of like hard S sounds where we had to like um, fix those so they were like more pleasing to the ear, and that took me by surprise because I wouldn't expect like such things to come out of just such a small little audio clip. And, and how did you do that? What did you do? Um, well, I didn't do it, one of our music teachers did it, and so he took out, so the program just took out all the hard S sounds, and then he kind of um, lowered down the volume to it, mm. yeah. Okay, so then, in terms, so you've got your first one out of the way, and I think each of you, you've also done some individual projects as well. Did I see that right? Did I get that right? You've done one of your own, Nicole, so, so you, and this is something that you've done completely on your own. What did you do yours on when you got a chance to choose yours? Um, I did mine on, well, first something that we, I found entertaining. So I did it on conspiracy theories, like more specifically like the disappearance of D.B. Cooper. Okay, sorry, who is this? What is this? Uh, so it's uh, this guy that jumped out of a plane and um, his body was never found. So we don't know whether he was dead or alive or what happened with him. And a lot of people have come up to the press and saying, oh, well, I'm this guy. And it's like really a big mystery because he then stole $20,000 and some of this money was found, but not none of the rest. So conspiracy theory podcasts, there are like a kind of whole subgenre of it. Do you like that as a general style, those kinds of conspiracy theory, true crime kind of things? Yeah, like I've always been interested in like the true crime kind of area. So when I got the chance to do it on my own, it was really exciting. Mm. Wonderful. So you guys, what's going to be the next thing that the pod squad's going to do? Like what's the next step, Lara? Honestly, we're not sure, but during our meetings, we had a bunch of ideas. So for our future episode, we could talk about year seven transitions into Osh, or we could maybe talk about transitioning into different year levels. We were also thinking of doing a few podcasts about mental health and just how to balance your school life as well as your personal life in order to get the best out of your life. Why is that? I mean, that's a really good topical issue to do. Why would that issue matter to you personally, Lara? What does it matter to you to make sure that something like that is out there? Personally, I feel that it's good to balance your personal and school life because your school life, like your experiences sort of stem from your personal life. So if you aren't enjoying your life as much, you won't really get the most out of everything you do. So it's like a, it's a, your, your life is like a whole package, basically. Yeah. You, you, you have difficulty in one end, you're gonna feel it difficulty differently. Yeah. And I think that's something quite often that we see, I mean, I think it's changing a lot now, but I think it always used to be the case that it was like study, 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 do really well, do really well, do really well. And it's kind of like, yeah, you can, you know, catch up, take a break, do that a little bit later on. But I think now we're seeing a lot more going, no, you've actually got to take care of yourself a lot more along the way. Do you guys find that as well? That it's it's really so important to really take care of yourself as you're going along? Because mental like um, health is really important nowadays because you get so much stress. It's like higher than the regular amount because it's school and then you think of life and you know, personal life. It's like, oh God, I haven't done this. Or like, what if people, and like the pressure gets too much. Sometimes you just need a break. Mm -hmm. So like helping people like guide their life is really important. 
Wonderful. Well, we're going to be talking a lot more about life here at Olsh as well as other things too. Uh, you're listening to HD 107.9 Life. HD 107.9 Life. James here with you. I am here at Olsh with Riza, Trisha, Dia, Nicole and Lara uh, talking about all things to do with Olsh. Now, the reason I've been here today is because uh, there's been a group of the Year 6 students when Catholic schools Year 6s are now, the, I guess, the seniors. That's all going to be changing for other schools as well soon. But right now, that's, that's pretty much the case in all Catholic schools. And it seems to me that culturally, this is something that's always been happening. Students from St. Gabriel's at all different year levels have been coming here to the school to kind of like experience like Olsh in in different ways. They kind of have uh, uh, different classes, specific things. And you guys, and I would see you guys through here through the day as kind of um, um, sort of like student guides. Now, Rizzi, you were there in uh, the one where they were doing the Hass subject when we did the big scavenger hunt. Talk to me. That was actually, I was talking to the students after, that was the one they all said that they thought was the best fun. Can you talk a bit about what it was the students did today um, in that particular activity? Well, Miss Nye introduced them a task. So they basically got a map and then they had to jot down, had coordinates and had to follow them to find labels with plant information and then they got a worksheet well it was a, like small like filling out thing and they had to write about the plant answer questions and in the end they went to like the think hub and then we they traced out like the maps and everything yeah so it was it was a really interesting activity I thought because it was something that could have very easily been something quite dull and very dry in that it's basically like go around the school find these trees or find these plants uh, that are on this map coordinate and answer some questions about it but it was done in this way that was really dynamic it was like a race uh, all the students had to do in a in, uh, in, in a certain like time frame racing each other which is always really good and it was done in a way that was uh, like really fun and really enjoyable and but what I noticed more than anything it wasn't just the students that seem to be enjoying it and having fun the teachers seem to be enjoying it and having fun and even you guys who were like staying and you were like the timekeeper for your teacher to make sure she didn't run over time yeah yeah but everyone seemed to be really alight about the idea like it was actually something that it seems that all you guys seem to take a lot of happiness and pride in is this like you guys were you have you done this sort of thing before where you've been kind of like like student helpers for this whole um transition program over the years yeah you've done it lara too yeah and is it really something that's a part of the culture here at the school yes in fact like i feel like a lot of the students actually get really excited when we have transition visits from other primary connections because it's just a way for the community to interact with one another um, without having to, you know, meet outside of school hours. And it's also a fun way to get to experience what different year levels learn about. Mm. You know, and it was the thing about the day that really struck me that I really enjoyed was I went out to the Oval at lunchtime and saw that like literally all of the students who'd been here on the visiting, the visiting part of the day and the students here at Ulsh, everyone's like kind of like, you know, they're playing a soccer game together. You guys won, by the way, just letting you know, um, <laughs> if you didn't know already. But like, to me, that's, that's really extraordinary. You kind of go, because it really shows that you, uh, as students, really embrace the idea that primary school kids are coming in, rather than going, I oh, know the primary school kids. It's good to have them here. Yes, we'll give them the benefit of our high school wisdom, but they can just stay over there and stay to themselves. Instead, it's like a totally all-in atmosphere 
Yes, sir. Personally, I find it really fun to interact with them. It's like a new experience because usually you see everyone, and I love these people, but like it's fun talking to them. It reminds me of sometimes because like it's been two years since primary school, and this just gave me like a whole nostalgia vibe. Like yeah. you see them interact, you see how like childish they are, and he's like, oh, this was fun. And like it's genuinely like very pleasing to be with them. You know, it's interesting to me that, you know, when you look at primary school students coming into a school like this, they're going to get a lot out of it because they're learning about what being in high school is like. They get a sense that they're feeling a bit older, like this is going to be us really soon. This is going to be what what we do um, as we get older and we get more mature. They get a lot out of it. What I'd love to know is though, like for you guys, maybe each of you could answer this question, like what do you think, what do you get out of the fact that they come into the school? What do you think, Lara? Um, I think it's good that they come to our school because um, now that we've moved into high school, we don't have that much interaction with like the younger kids. Mm. And I feel like it's also good because a lot of the time in high school, like I know a lot of the students in our year level personally, they take their studies really seriously and there's just this really strong vibe where everyone's just focused on their work but I feel like with the primary school um, students we can actually relax more with them and they just bring like a burst of energy. Yeah, yeah. that's really interesting. How about for you Nicole? For like all Shazza community it's more like um, it's like an opportunity for like the primary kids to come and also like as Riza said um, it gives us, it, it's like, wow, like this used to be us. And it gives us like more time to like really like think about it and like kind of like savor the moment. Mm, yeah, you were nodding, dear. Does that sound like the sort of thing that you were thinking as well? Personally, I feel so old because I talk to the old? kids. Old? I feel old. old? <laughs> <laughs> I talk to the kids and be like, back in my day, we would do this. Back in my day? <laughs> it was fun hanging out with you them. You sound like my granddad. <laughs> so it was fun hanging out with them and they all like, they love joking around. And like Lara said, they bring a whole new burst of energy. And um, yeah, they they enjoy talking to us about like um, questions they might have for their future. And like they tell us about themselves too. Yeah. So like Riza said, we have like a sense of nostalgia as to what we used to do when we were with them. And that's where the back in my day comes from. It's like we used to have this and that. It's interesting sharing aspects of our life with more people. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. We better go to a song because Dia's seniors bus is about to arrive. Um, you're listening to RHD 1079 Live. RHD 1079 Live. James here with you having just an awesome time here with these wonderful students here at Our Lady of the Sacred Heart College or Ulsh College in Enfield. I've just had a great day here uh, with these guys and the students of St. Gabriel's uh, uh, School. They've been here for a, what did you call it again? Primary Transition? Primary Connections. Primary Connections Day where literally Literally, uh, junior school students get to come and actually see what being in a secondary school is all about. And they tailor, have a day tailored for them here by the school. Now, this has been a year, though, guys, which has been quite unlike any other year that we have seen kind of before. And maybe in the future, I don't even know what the future is going to be like. I think we're all imagining that somehow all of this stuff post-COVID is all going to be it's all just going to fix itself and things are going to go back to normal. But the longer we get into this, the more it seems like things are going to be kind of fundamentally different. Talk to me, uh, Riza, talk to me a little bit about 
for you, what's been the biggest thing about this year that's been different around this? Because there's been lots that's been different, lots of stuff's there, but what for you has really struck out as being the thing that you've gone, wow, this has really been very different to anything I've experienced before? The online learning we did in term one and term two, like, like just a few weeks we actually do, had to do learning. Because I'm generally being used to like coming to school, talking with my friends, because I'm the social person. It could really like occasion my room had to like study and I was like I can't do this for much longer I was about to go insane but like it was really difficult like I like the process like having recorded videos of your teacher explaining that was easy but not being able to interact with people really got to me yeah what do you think Trisha the whole online learning thing what was that whole experience like because that seems to have been in theory you kind of go oh that works we've got all that stuff online we just get up and we just do it in the same kind of hours but it's different isn't it it's very different way of of learning and and keeping yourself motivated yeah it is very different and as Rizzo said it was quite boring and I disliked it because I like to like interact with people and doing it online it's kind of it's really different and weird and I found it really yeah different because usually I like to interact with my teachers and friends and it's it's yeah better um to do it like live instead of online plus you also have like all these wi-fi issues it's frustrating (laughs) yeah yeah i mean school at its heart i think lara is it's a very i don't know you call it a social thing but it's very much a kind of like an interpersonal thing i think taking out that human element it's it is challenging how did you find that I found that online learning in itself was okay, but I feel like I liked the idea of like coming to school and getting to interact with one another. But I feel like with all the COVID stuff happening, I've gained a new appreciation for even the simplest things like just going to school, getting to see my friends and interacting with them. Like to us, like before COVID, that would have been a normal thing. But after COVID, you just realize like how much you're grateful for them. Mm. Yeah. Wonderful. How about for you, Nicole? What's been the biggest challenge for you? Um, well, like online learning itself was quite like efficient and easy, but um, what, one of the main things was I really liked the school environment and while I was at home, it was like so difficult to learn because like um, everyone's so like cheery and bright at school and like at home it feels so dull and boring. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. so it gives you an extra kind of like, you know, an extra burst of energy being around other people like and that stuff. Yeah, definitely. It's challenging, dear. The whole thing is challenging. But one thing that I have noticed is a lot of people have talked to me and gone, you know what, it's been difficult, it's been hard. Lots of terrible things have happened in the world, but there has actually been some positives around it. Things that um, you find happening in your life that might not have happened if such a thing hadn't come along. Has there been anything that stands out for you that you go, you know what, this has actually been one good outcome that's come from all of this? Um, I guess it's learning to appreciate the simplest things in life, like Lara said, because I realize like you get really lonely. Like when you're at school, you don't notice that because everyone's around you. And even if you don't have like a friend, there's always someone around you, even if being a teacher. Right. But if you're just at home with no one around, you get really lonely. And then you start to think like, oh, I wish I was at school because usually I do hear a lot of people complaining. You know, they're like, why do I have to go to school today? But then now it's just like, why can't I go to school today? You know, there's like a major difference. It's like I being around people and like it's a sense of appreciation that got me, I guess, that it got me thinking like how the simplest things in life are actually really important. Once we lose it all, we start to realize that it's really important. Yeah. 
Well, I can also see just spending some time in this school, why wanting to be here is something that you want to do because it really is a wonderful atmosphere and you guys have been a great group. Thank you very much for staying. This, the final school bell has gone. Uh, so you guys have stuck around to the end of the day to do this with me. So I would thank you so much for, for hanging around. Uh, thanks for listening to RHD Radio. You can hear us here every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 107.9 Live for more of your music and we will see you again in a few days. Bye. 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 Bye.